fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You're darn right it is. Welcome into the program. It is a pre-Friday celebration, the greatest day of the entire week. And yes, I do say that every single day. Why? Because we are the eternal optimists here on this program. So welcome into the show. It is the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station. All over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening, your Millennial General reporting for duty, and we appreciate you very, very much. Holy cow, do we have a big show lined up for you today. Yesterday, we didn't have any guests. We broke down the State of the Union, we played some clips, we had some fun, and I was going to do it yesterday, but I I forgot. It was, literally, it was literally sitting on the desk right behind me, and I totally spaced it, but today I felt appropriate to wear it, so I have the appropriate hat on today if you want to jump on the live stream which we have hat tip to OpsLens on all the social media platforms and their OpsLens.com website and their OpsLens app as well. We've shared it out all over the place on there. You can watch the appropriate ball cap that we have on today that I think is relatively appropriate for the things going on. Let's go, Brandon. I mean, if you don't have a video, then the, you know you know what it says. Welcome into the show. Bottom of the hour, Larry Clayman. He'll be joining us to talk about the Freedom Convoy here in the U.S., obviously, as that one's on the road now. Where are they? Where are they headed? And uh, can you see them in a town near you? And what is it all about? Will it actually work? We'll talk about the Canadian Freedom Convoy. We'll talk about the one in the U.S. right now and more. So uh, that's coming up at the bottom of the hour. But I don't want to waste any time with our next guest. I am super happy to have her back on the program because it has been a few months. And now that things are heating up going into midterm election, it's time to start getting our candidates on to talk about what the heck's happening coming up in just a few months. What's trending today? And she is a congressional candidate out of the state of Minneapolis as she is running for the 5th District of Minneapolis, running right up head-to-head, taking her down, taking out Ilhan Omar that's going to be in the general election. Really happy to have on the program with us here, Cicely Davis. Cicely, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, you and all your listeners. Oh, it is so great to have you back on the program. It's been too long since we've chatted, and now things are gearing up. We've had... The st- I loved it. We had almost two State of the Union speeches this last week. We had Trump speak at the Conservative Political Action Conference last weekend. Then we had Joe Biden's attempt of a speech that happened uh, a couple nights ago. Uh, before we get into some of the details of it, give us kind of the tra- contrast here. We had, I thought, the most pro-American speech under Trump where he said, this is where we were, this is where we are now, and this is where we could be and where we need to be after the elections. Then we had Biden trying desperately to justify the fact that he's failed over the last years uh, with his administration. Yeah, it sounded like to me it just read as if um, Joe Biden was kind of taking an undeserved victory lap. And uh, that speech was clearly pre-written and they just pulled it out, blew the dust off of it, threw Ukraine on the top of it, and then (laughs) resounded it out like an Al Pacino moment at the end where he's kind of resounding as a cheerleader. Um, yeah, it didn't ring. But in contrast, we had Donald Trump, who showed absolute strength, was very clear about where we were and the cause of where we are right now. And I got to tell you, anyone who is listening to Trump has got to feel very reminiscent and wishing him back, considering the position we're in right now. We are all Ukrainians right now. 
freedom is being attacked and we have to stand and fight and, 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 and push those sanctions. It's important. Yeah. Amen to that. I, uh, it's a sad, devastating situation watching what's happening over there, but the eternal optimist that I am, I always try to find the bright side. Right now, we are in desperate need of unity and a patriotism in this nation, and we've lost a lot of that. Do you think that's almost coming back now watching Ukraine when we have a president of Ukraine right now who has been president for three years. Before that, he was a comedian and an actor with no political background in any way, shape, or form. And he's the one that said, I don't need a plane to get out of here. I need more ammunition because I'm not leaving. To me, that's one of the most patriotic things you can do. It's rallied thousands of citizens all over the country wanting to fight back against Russia right now. I'm almost thinking that it's almost rallying the troops here in the U.S. too, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Absolutely. I know I'm feeling it even more, even deeper. Um, again, being a constitutional republic, but I think people are realizing, you know what? We have to remain mindful of this. The legacy of this presidency, which I don't think you can actually attach that word to this presidency right now, will um, it will depend on the decisions made. Actually, yesterday, right? We are we're in a we're in a state right now where Ukraine Putin needs to be dealt with. He is an absolute war criminal. Right. And we need to send very specific messages. And so I'm loving the patriotism. They are showing strength. Absolutely. Donald Trump showed strength. And right now we need to band together and recognize that we are Ukrainians. Ukrainians are us. Whatever they're suffering, we're suffering because freedom is under attack. We have to keep an eye on Putin and therefore China and any of our other geopolitical enemies. Yeah, amen to that. Uh, President Trump did speak, uh, did an interview on Fox yesterday morning to recap the State of the Union and made the comment that this could, pl- this entire event could have been completely avoided if we would have still remained energy independent, if we would be producing our own oil, we wouldn't have to buy from Russia, and we could help supply the European Union oil to where they could cut off their ties with Russia as well. Because, I mean, while the sanctions are nice, okay, Putin has already made the claim that it's not going to harm him during this invasion. It's not deterring him from doing this invasion. He just had a uh, phone conversation with the president of France uh, earlier today or yesterday, whatever it was, for 90 minutes and said that everything's right on track where he wants. He knew sanctions were coming, but yet it's not deterring him. Why aren't we cutting it off right at the heart of stopping buying millions of dollars worth of oil from Russia while we're saying that we're cutting off their financial institution? It doesn't make any sense to me. You know what? I'm just going to repeat what you just said. First of all, the reason why is because it's weak leadership, um, complete inept leadership, and that's what we're suffering under. That's why I love interviewing with you guys. This invasion was absolutely preventable, to repeat you. Putin only respects strength, which is what Trump displayed during his presidency. Putin didn't want to risk the consequences critically putting into law or shutting down Nord Stream 2 um, is where Biden made a mistake. He actually emboldened Putin, okay? And so right now, we are in a position where we absolutely need to press against Putin. Let, let there be a very strong message that United States, Ukraine, we're showing strength, we're standing in solidarity. Absolutely, this was completely completely preventable. We saw the same thing with the Taliban, Russia, China, Iran. They're going to feel emboldened because of the poor, inept decision-making and leadership that we're suffering under this Biden administration. And so everyone needs to be aware and we need to band together. And I am feeling so inspired 
um, by the leader there in Ukraine. It was wonderful to see him today. Yeah, amen to that. We're talking with Cicely Davis. CicelyDavis.com is her website. Go and check it out. Congressional candidate for the 5th District of Minnesota in that Minneapolis area. I know up in your area, I mean, the energy conversation's kind of important for you guys up there, isn't it? There's a lot of natural gas and a lot of oil with different companies that have the potential to do more up there, isn't there? Yes, there is, and thank you for bringing that up. We actually have um, Pipeline 3. Pipeline 3 is an issue. Now, Ilhan Omar rarely, rarely comes to Minnesota, but she managed to come here to make sure that that, uh, Line 3 actually um, stops production. She um, spoke against those who depend on it. It is about 96% complete. She tried to stop that and spoke against all those who depended upon it. So, again, this is inept. Um, leadership. And so we need to stop this. We have to stop those who are against America being at its very best. Anyone who attacks our Democrat, our, our, our constitutional republic, we have to stand against them. So an Ilhan Omar, a Khalid, a Cory Bush, th- these people cannot remain in leadership. We have to cast them out. She absolutely tried that here with um, Pipeline 3. And so there's an agenda here. Take any issue. Ilhan Omar is on the absolute wrong side of it, and I'm here to hold her account. Yeah, it's wild because now we have gas prices that are reaching skyrockets. I mean, I'm here in Kansas. We're almost hitting $4 a gallon already here. In California, uh, they were anticipating near $7 gallons of gas. I mean, it's getting higher every single day. It was a 30-cent jump day over day. We're still buying oil from Russia, as we mentioned, while putting the sanctions on. We're shutting down pipelines here. While Joe Biden talks about releasing 60 million barrels of oil, which, you know, great, that's like three days worth of oil for U.S. production. You know, we appreciate that very much. <laughs> what can we do to get these prices down, and why are they driving them up so high? Is there a political agenda here to try and drive us off of oil and force us into alternative energies here? Absolutely. And so what we need to do is become energy independent. Right. We need to send a message. We actually have energy. We can use it. That's what we need to do. It sends a very clear message that we can depend on ourselves, that we will remain the superpower here on the globe and be the leaders. We need to lead this um, and we can stand out as those leaders. But by becoming energy independent and putting um, just exercising massive financial sanctions on Putin, we will stop him and his agenda. We will make sure that our our enemies understand that we will remain the superpower because that's what's best for the globe. Um, And so there is an absolute agenda here. We cannot surrender, but we have to make sure that leadership does what it's supposed to do. And right now, you know, I am with you. I try to be as optimistic as I possibly can. But after hearing that State of the Union address and the, you know, what is being done right now, I'm a little bit leery here. So I'm hoping they can turn this around and at least have someone on the team tune in to find out what to do. Yeah, it's it's it, well, it's really difficult. I mean, he tried to talk about unity, and he got it maybe for a glimpse when he talked about actually funding police instead of defunding police, which I'm sure didn't go well with uh, you know AOC and Ilhan Omar and the B Squad there uh, because they don't yeah. like that message. But he had a glimmer of hope for unity, and then he turned around and started talking about gun control, and he started talking about passing the socialist budget. Like he almost had it, and then it just went to the wayside. And I had to chuckle a little bit. Oh, it was. I had some moments of, of, of. First of all, I thought he was going to fall asleep, so I'm so glad that he actually <laughs> stayed awake. But Biden referenced a number of challenges in this country. He took no responsibility. Instead, he took, like I said, a proverbial victory lap. He he talked about inflation, but he failed to mention the trillions of dollars of new spending that actually drove our inflation. He talked about gas prices going up, but he failed to discuss the policies that are actually destroying the domestic energy market. And of course, Ukraine. He didn't acknowledge that the direct responsibility he bears for those attacks. 
um, being two reasons, the disastrous withdrawal in Afghanistan and, of course, making a series of concessions to Russia and Putin. And so he took no responsibility. Nothing Biden said um, that night was in touch or in lockstep with what or how Americans are feeling right now and what their experience or it bears any it didn't bear any resemblance to reality at all. Exactly. Um, so, hey. Yeah, we need to create a permission structure here in the fifth where, you know, liberals and independents particularly understand that we need to band together um, and we can make a different decision and go a different direction so that we can not only save the fifth of Minneapolis, but we can actually save America. Amen to that. Cicely Davis, we got about 45 seconds left here, but now that both of the State of the Unions have been spoken, the platforms have been set for the parties, and now we go into election mode uh, with the campaigns to really kicking off. How's the campaign going right now, and how are you guys feeling? We're doing really great. Um, we're focusing on independence, those suburban moms. Um, as you can um, remember, in election um, November, this past November, um, I think it, there was a clear message that there's only so much gaslighting or progressive polities independence will actually endure. And so we're feeling very hopeful. There is a recognition. I watched, um, I actually tuned in. I'm surprised my uh, TV didn't blow up, but I actually tuned in to MSNBC <laughs> and they were not applauding, applauding his um, speeches either. So wow. there's awakening happening. So we're feeling invigorated by it. And uh, I'm looking forward to November. I think you'll see a change. I am so excited, and I can't wait to see you go up into Washington, D.C., because you would just shake things up and get rid of that Yahoo of Ilhan Omar. It would be fantastic. It's Cicely <laughs> Davis, CicelyDavis.com, the 5th Congressional District of the great state of Minnesota. Cicely, congrats and good luck on the campaign trail. Let's get you back on again real soon. Thanks for having me. Hey, always a pleasure right there. There it is. Lots more coming up on the program. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get you set for... Larry Clayman, bottom of the hour as we talk about the Freedom Convoy here in the U.S. as well. Big show today for a pre-Friday. Stay here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. Cicely Davis. CicelyDavis.com is the website. We appreciate her time very much. Love having her on the show. We'll do that again here in a few months as we get closer and ramping up. For those that may be relatively new to this program, when we get close to election season, that's when I thrive. I've said this many times on the air before. If I wasn't in radio and I was still involved in politics somehow, my favorite dream job that I would love to have, not now because I enjoy the radio thing, but if I wasn't in radio, my dream job would to definitely be like a campaign manager. Oh, you take the photo op over here, you kiss this baby over here, you say this messaging, you do this, you do the optics. I love that stuff, which means I get a really good sense of it when they try to really stage the whole dramatic, I'm here with the people and I'm here to represent. I find it funny because I can see right through the crap because I know how the political system works and it's fun to watch. I find it enjoyable. For example... Prime example of this, we had the State of the Union speech a couple nights ago. Yesterday morning, Donald Trump was on Fox News on a radio interview or called into the TV uh, channel of Fox and had talked about how this entire thing could have been prevented, which he is 110% correct. How does it make sense to us in any way, shape, or form with Russia and Ukraine where we're cutting sanctions off, we're cutting off their banks, we're cutting off the trade, They can't. it's a no-fly zone for their aircraft, it's a no-ship, no-port zone for any of their ships into U.S. ports or anything. We're cutting them off, but yet we're still buying a billion dollars worth of you know oil every single day, whatever, however much we're buying from them. How does that make any sense? We're still supporting them. The heart and soul of their economy that's still bringing in, yeah, sure, they lost 35% of their value for their uh, stock market. Okay, great. They're still bringing in massive amounts of money from oil because the European Union and the U.S. are still purchasing oil from them. We could have stopped that by still being energy independent, which was the very first executive order that Joe Biden signed when he got into office. Then he opened up the oil well or the, the pipeline in Russia to allow them to do that, and then we started buying it from them. Now we have nothing to hold over their head where we could really hurt them where it hurts them the most. That doesn't make any sense. So yesterday, Donald Trump's on Fox says, you know what? This could have been prevented. We were energy independent. We need to get the oil rigs drilling again here in the U.S. of A. Not only for us to cut off our purchasing of Russian oil, but also to help and aid in actually export, which we were doing for the first time in American history, exporting our own oil over to the European Union and help them become less dependent on Russian oil as well. Makes sense, right? We could have been doing that. Well, there's a response from the Democrats because when they get really backed into a corner, they don't like actually having facts thrown into their face. So they have to find a new way to try and uh, respond to these things by laughing it off, by calling us conspiracy theorists or racists or bigots or whatever else they try to call us. So Pete Buttigieg, out of all people, the Department of Transportation, not the Department of Energy, but the Department of, not the Environmental Protection Agency, the Department of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, 
had to come out and talk about the Keystone Pipeline and saying we don't want permanent solutions to short-term problems. Think about that for a second. That's the response we got when you said, hey, maybe we should become energy independent. Maybe we should start up our oil rigs again. Maybe we should start doing the natural gas again. Maybe we should stop buying and actually become energy independent. No, no, no. We don't want to be energy independent. We want to rely on OPEC and other organizations to supply us our oil. We don't want permanent solutions like oil drilling for short-term problems, meaning for those on the other side of the aisle that have a really thick skull and a hard time to grasp through sometimes, meaning what's going on with Ukraine is worth the collateral damage. We don't care about Ukraine. Russia is still going to be our supplier of oil through OPEC and all the other organizations internationally that supply us all this garbage where we beg and plead for them, please lower the price, please give us more so we can lower our prices. And they're like, no, sorry, we're not going to do that. That's the long-term goal that we want for some weird reason. Because we don't want it for a short-term problem like invading Ukraine. Yeah, it stinks for them. Oh, well, it's a short-term issue. We're not going to ruin our country by, like, drilling and becoming energy independent and lowering our gas prices. That's a short-term issue that we don't want to deal with. How stupid of a response is that? But that right now is the platform of the Democrats, and they're supposed to be taking care of us? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You know, I do kind of enjoy when Democrats try to steal Republican platforms and then use them for government and be like, hey, yeah, yeah, pro-America, baby. Bring everything back to America, build American, buy American, but we're going to do it through government contracts because you can't do it in the private sector because you're too stupid, but we love the country. Yeah, that's what the State of the Union really came down to with Biden on Tuesday night, which I found relatively comical. Welcome back into the show. Halfway through the program, your millennial general doing the thing, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time on multiple stations all over the place. And oh, by the way, more coming on here relatively soon as well. Let's go right to our guests. Really excited. Don't want to waste any time with this guy. 
What's trending today? We're going to talk a little bit about the State of the Union, talk about the uh, Freedom Convoy that's en route right now as well. Also, his new book. We've talked with him. Last time we talked with him, uh, the author of the book, It Takes a Revolution, he's got his new book out as well that goes along with it. It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America. He's also the chairman of Freedom Watch, which you can find online at freedomwatchusa.org. Larry Clayman back on the line with us here. Larry, how are you, my friend? Doing as well as anybody can under these circumstances. Yeah, it's such a weird time, isn't it? We, I mean, I try to stay optimistic all the time, but when you laugh at the leader of the free world because he has no clue what he's saying, they had to hype him up on his steroids to give an at least an hour and two-minute speech. He made it through. Uh, and then he tries to say, hey, we need unity, but by the way, we need unity under you passing my socialist budget that's going to fund a few things that you like. I, I don't find that it quite as the unifying message that we need to hear right now, is it? No, it wasn't unifying. And, of course, dumping trillions and trillions into the economy is part of the left's plan to destroy our economy, capitalism, and to push us towards socialism. So there was more of that. But when you get to the ultimate dishonesty and the ultimate, frankly, danger that he has put us in, and also Republican essential complicity in it, is that sanctions, you might go back to the period before World War II. When we cut off Japan's oil supply, we put an embargo on it. When they were invading a number of countries in Asia, we forced Japan's hand to attack Pearl Harbor. That started World War II. These sanctions are very, very dangerous because you're painting uh, the Russians into a corner. Putin, he's a wild man. He's, He's insane at this point. And in fact, there have been several statements in the last few days by the Russian military and by him and others, that if they're going to be removed you know, from the world, its economy and ordinary discourse, that they don't care whether they start a nuclear war or not. It makes no difference to them. So the bottom line is this. And in fact, President Zelensky, who's a real president, not this phony brain-dead uh, you know, imposter of a president that we currently have, <laughs> Zelensky said, well, where has the world been? Why have they not helped us? Why have they not given us the means to even defend ourselves? And now the United States and the European allies, if you want to call the allies loosely allies, will not impose a no-fly zone. We could have avoided all of this if up front we had given the Ukrainians, very brave people, the means to defend themselves. And, you know, here's what's interesting, too. You know, I'm of Ukrainian descent. I'm half Ukrainian from my grandparents. They were Ukrainian Jews who fled because of anti-Semitism in the early part of the 20th century, shortly after Ukraine was uh, taken over by the Soviet Union, is that I'm now a proud Ukrainian. I I wasn't up to this point. I really had no views on it at all. And these people are Christians. They're Jews. Zelensky is a Jewish president. I'm a Jewish Christian, by the way, so I'm both. And you know, and we don't stand in their stead. And what's coming next is a takeover of Estonia, of Lithuania, of all of the Baltic republics in and around that. Poland, uh, soon to be a victim. China will soon invade Taiwan, seeing the way we've handled not just Afghanistan, but this. This is the beginning of a potential World War III and a Holocaust. And we just sit there saying, oh, we're proud. We're not sending troops. He's proud of that. That's what he says. He's proud. I'm not sending troops. And then you get the cackling witch moron, uh, Kamala Harris, talking to us like we're children, saying, oh, Ukraine, 
is a small country next to Russia, a bigger country, and Russia wants to take Ukraine over. I mean, we can't even believe what she says, but when we do hear it, it's frightening. This is someone who who is supposed to be the lucid partner of someone who's brain dead and, and who's mentally gone, much less physically gone. So we're in danger, and we have a Republican Party that goes on Fox News smiling about all this, as well as the destruction domestically of this country, because they think that's going to get them back into power. And when they get back into power, what have they done when they've had all three branches of government? They haven't balanced the budget. They didn't reform Obamacare. They didn't give us a clarion call on Afghanistan, even when they were getting national security briefings, much more of this in Ukraine, which is even more severe. And and then Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader in the House, tells everybody, well, just vote for us. When we're in charge, everything will be different. It won't, because Biden's in power now for another three years. If not him, he'll probably pass away of his own volition. Then we get Kamala Harris, and, and Trump isn't coming back. They flipped his accountant in New York. They've accused him of tax fraud and tax evasion. They said the accountant now says everything that was filed was inaccurate. You know, I I don't believe that. They they obviously flipped them, and, and they're trying to save their own skin, the accountants. Yeah. But if once Trump is indicted, and he will be in New York, 100% by these rabid Democrat prosecutors, uh, he's going to just have to spend his time keeping him himself and his family out of prison in front of a New York jury, highly leftist, that basically wants to lynch him. So we, the American people, must rise up. And that's the reason I wrote my book, It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America, is that we cannot depend on the Republican Party. We cannot depend on the evil Democrat Party. We must now ourselves take back our legal system and declare independence and form a new government with real leaders. Well, I think that, as you mentioned, I mean, I think Zelensky right now, the president of Ukraine, is really the icon that we needed at this time for people to stand up. I mean, when he had that offer, and we've talked about it before, when he had that offer to leave and to fly him out, he said, I don't need a flight. I don't need a ride. I need ammunition because I'm going to stand up here. And he's handed out, what, 18, 20,000 different rifles to citizens in Kiev trying to defend the capital against the Russian invasion. That's the type of strength. That's the type of leadership. That's the type of heroism. Now, I don't know anything about the Ukrainian power. Politics. I don't know his politics. I don't know anything about him outside of the fact that he has brought patriotism to the front and center of the conversation globally right now, saying that he would rather go down with the ship and, and fight to the last breath that he has to defend his nation than to sit there and let it be taken over. And I think that's uh, that's courageous for those here in our country that are afraid of the same thing happening internally. You're right. And, and while the State of the Union so-called speech was occurring, I was on Twitter. I was going crazy on Twitter. <laughs> And uh, people were saying, gee, why don't we have a president like Zelensky? So many comments like that. What we've got is a coward. Well, we've got somebody who is mentally and physically impaired. We had Jill Biden at that event. She's responsible for what's going on right now. She lied to the American people about her husband and her husband's health and his mental infirmity, notwithstanding the fact that he's a jellyfish. He's like Zealot, a Woody Allen. He's morphed into a (laughs) radical leftist. And, uh, you know, I you remember Zelig, that movie? I do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where Woody Allen was like a chameleon, and they asked him why he became that way, and he said, well, I was persecuted by my next-door neighbors who were anti-Semites, and what was worse is my parents sided with the anti-Semites. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what we've got. This is what we've got. And uh, the fact is is that we don't have representation from the Republican Party that's strong. 
And, you know, they're proud to also say we're not sending troops. Well, if we didn't bite the bullet now, if we don't bite the bullet now, it's going to be a lot worse later. You let Ukraine go under, and it will be a domino effect, you know, as we talked about during the Vietnam War, which wasn't accurate then, but it is accurate now. And we will be engaged in huge conflicts for the remainder of my lifetime, for sure, and I think our kids and grandkids. And for those people that sit around, and I've got people, you know, close to me who've said, Larry, you know, you're 70. You're, why don't you just retire? You know, why don't you let the Republicans do it? Republicans can't and won't do it. And Trump isn't coming back. And we can't spend another three years under this dictatorial, incompetent, ultra-leftist regime. We can't survive much longer. Yeah. So my book is a clarion call, and it's meant to frighten people. And I want people to read it. You can get it at freedomwatchusa.org or all major booksellers online, Amazon.com, Books a Million, Barnes & Noble, because I have a plan. Now, if you have ideas, email me, you know, readers, leclaimant at gmail.com. But I think we need to declare independence. We need to form a new government. We need to tell these clowns in Washington, have fun, boys and girls. We're moving on. We need a leader like George Washington. We need leaders like Adams, like Jefferson, like Teddy Roosevelt, like Lincoln, like Reagan in modern history. We don't need people who uh, are not fully committed to this country. And we don't need people, you know, and, and I thank President Trump for what he did. And I was, in fact, his de facto law firm in many ways at Freedom Watch. But you don't need to pick fights when you don't need to pick fights. And even with the fraud, if he had kept his mouth shut, he probably would have been reelected. But he continued to get on people's nerves to the point that they said, we don't want to hear it anymore. Sure. And he's as responsible as anyone for the fact that we have Biden right now. He blew it, and now we're stuck with it, and we, we have to do it for ourselves. we got to do it for ourselves. Larry, we got to take a break here. Can you stick over one more segment? We can talk about what to do yeah. for the next steps. That'd be great. Sure. Be, yeah, Larry Clayman, it's a, It Takes a Counter-Revolution. Wake Up America is the book. The website, freedomwatchusa.org. You can go and check out both of his books, It Takes a Revolution and It Takes a Counter-Revolution. So we'll touch on that. When we come back, I want to talk about that. What is the next step? What is the first step to wake people up to realize what the heck's going on and to be able to start this movement? But we're seeing it play in front of our eyes right now with the Russian-Ukrainian incident. We're seeing it happen right before our eyes. Can we take this as an example to apply it to what's going on here in the U.S. of A? We'll talk about that when we come back. Last segment here on a pre-Friday celebration for The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I knew today was going to be like this. When we have two guests on the program, it flies right on by. I don't care what anybody else says. This is by far the fastest hour of radio on radio. Multiple radio stations, plus the TV, plus the live stream. Hat tip to Opslens. Opslens.com on that one for the live stream there. You can watch us live on their app, on their website at Opslens.com. Also on their social media as well. A lot of people jump on. A lot of new followers. We love you guys. Appreciate that very much. And we just fly right on by here. Larry Clayman on with us. It takes a counter-revolution. Wake Up America is the latest book. You can go to freedomwatchusa.org and check out both of his books there. It takes a revolution and it takes a counter-revolution. So, Larry, let's talk about what it takes here. We have the Freedom Convoy that's en route right now on its way to Washington, D.C. I think it's getting relatively close or it's, uh, it's on the way right now. But is this what it takes for us to begin to wake up, to realize what's going on in T- to D.C., to expose what's going on? The weird part about this time era right now politically is that progressives, the elites, the deep state, the 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 whatever you want to call them in Washington, D.C. right now, they don't even try to hide their agenda anymore. They're blatant. We're going to raise your taxes and increase regulations. And you got people that cheer and defend it and think it's the greatest thing in the entire world. They used to do it in a little bit more like, hey, we're not really going to do that, but they do it behind the scenes. Now they do it publicly. They're exposing themselves. Is that step number one right now? That is a start. And uh, you see what happened on January 6th. That was a start as well. Uh, I had two class action lawsuits for the peaceful protesters of January 6th that are moving forward. Uh, And that was a natural manifestation, as Jefferson predicted, of the people seeing that the judiciary, the federal judiciary, was so compromised and corrupt that they wouldn't even give President Trump a legitimate hearing, even with his own Supreme Court justices. But it was also a recognition that all three branches of government are corrupt. And it was a miniature storming of the Bastille, but they really, it was mostly peaceful. Now, phase two, the truckers in Canada and now coming to Washington, D.C. It's peaceful civil disobedience. But if we don't succeed at getting the attention of the powerful, and you're not. We're not going to get their attention. You can see how self-congratulatory they are. I, I was sickened to watch the State of the Union, not just with regard to Biden, but seeing Republicans and Democrats high-fiving each other like they're the privileged few that get to be at State of the Union. You know, they're making the decisions for us. They don't make decisions for us anymore. They blew it, 
And therefore, what we need to do, Andy, is that, number one, take back our legal system, just like our founding fathers did when King George III took it back to the court of St. James. Citizens' grand juries, we've been doing that. Justice Scalia ruled in 1992, in a majority opinion for the Supreme Court, that the grand jury belongs to the American people, not the three branches of government. We have indicted Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and his brother James for massive bribery, you guessed it, from Russia, communist China, and Ukraine when it was under another government. We have indicted Fauci for lying to the American people, for collaborating with the Chinese uh, and sending them the seeds of COVID-19, lying in front of Congress about the gain-of-function research that was being conducted. The Chinese obviously were trying to create a bioweapon which got out either accidentally or by design and then covered it up. We have indicted some federal judges who have violated their oath of office and thrown peaceful protesters from January 6th in prison without even right of a trial. No bail. Nothing. Hmm. And as Jefferson said, and, and I discuss this in both of my books, federal judges, unelected, there for life, unaccountable to the people. No more honest than anyone else, no more dishonest. He predicted, however, that they would become despots and tyrants, causing us to shed the blood of patriots and tyrants yet again about every 20 years. He didn't want to see violence. I don't want to see it. You don't want to see it. So my book is trying to give us peaceful and legal means. I also believe we had a Third Continental Congress back in July in Philadelphia at Independence Hall in the Visitor Center. We had notable people from around the country, like Alan Keyes, Sheriff Joe Arpaio, others to debate whether we need to declare independence. I believe we do, and I believe that we'll be voting for that because we are not represented by the people in Washington. And, and you know, you just see the image of the State of the Union. I mean, these people, you know, were happy. This was like a, a social event yeah. at a time when the world is, is about ready to explode. They're smiling and happy and high-fiving each other because... They think they're better than the rest of us, and, and they're privileged. The American people aren't going to take it anymore, no more than the French people took it under King George XVI and Marie Antoinette, yeah. and we know what happened to them. Yeah, it's a big ruling class, and it's a it's a big divide in the country, and it's a one step in the right direction, waking people up and getting people activated and engaged in this. It Takes a Counter-Revolution is the book. FreedomWatchUSA.org is the website. Larry, it's always great to have you on the program, my friend. Let's get you back on and do this again here real soon. God bless, brother. Thank you for, hey. for inviting me. Hey, you as well. You're Always very important. You are extremely important to educate the American people. Thank I, you. I appreciate that, my friend. We'll do it again here soon. Until then, have a great day. Hey, we'll talk to you again Friday. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.